Hi friends, how are you today? Oh, I'm so glad to hear that you're doing great. <laughs> this is like an interactive podcast. Wow. <sighs> Guys, God is so good. He is so good. That's been something that's be- just been like on my heart lately is just the goodness of God. And it sounds so cliche and just like so generic to be like, God is good. But there's so much depth to like his goodness. Do you know what I mean? God is good all the time. If you know the movie, then you know, then you know. Amen. So, yeah, I just feel lately, and this isn't supposed to be prideful, so don't take it that way, please. But I've just felt so one with God lately, and I don't know what changed. I just feel this, like, peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen. Bible. (laughs) And I'm just so grateful. And I feel like the Lord has really just given me the eyes to see all he's given to me. And just he's been speaking to me how every good gift comes from the Father, which is just so mind-blowing. Every good gift comes from the Father. Every thing that's good on this planet is from God. Okay, also, I don't know if I want to say planet. (laughs) Anything that's good on Earth (laughs) is from God. Every good thing. And so, it's just wild. And it's just crazy how the enemy tries to distort that. Loser. Anyways. So yeah, I just felt really close to God lately, and I've always felt close to God, but just something changed recently, and it's like all the knowledge in my head is really in my heart right now, and it's not my, it, I didn't do that, obviously, it was God, and I'm so grateful, and honestly, I'm, I'm getting kind of emotional as I say this, but just, I've just felt his love in a deeper capacity and the reason I'm telling you guys this isn't for it's not like it's the part talking to you guys and just telling you how great my life is because obviously we're all gonna have hard times but God is like literally right there and that's why I'm telling you guys this is because God doesn't show favoritism and he gives freely to those who ask he gives good gifts freely because he loves us and it's just it's like the more we run after him and thirst for him and his righteousness and his glory and his goodness he's going to give it to you why would he not he's a good 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 father he's not just like an average father that just comes and goes like here and there and just leaves you no he is constantly there he is constantly there i can feel his presence And it's just so beautiful that he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. That is what he said. And God isn't a God to say something and go back on what he said. Like, if God says something, it comes to pass. It comes to pass. It has to. It literally has to. It's not just like, oh, maybe. No. God says a word, it will come to pass. And that's something my friends and I have honestly been talking about is like, really? speaking what god has said over your life out loud and you're probably like what does that mean like god puts desires in our heart 
to obviously glorify him. Like, it's not like... Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, I don't really know how to get deep into that. But it's like... God gives us dreams and desires and things to look for in the future, if that makes sense. Like, our call in our life, our purpose. Obviously, our purpose is Jesus. Like, he's our prize. Like, we have to keep our eyes fixed on him every single day. And he will make our path straight. And that's why it's so important to seek first the kingdom. Because if we don't keep our eyes on Jesus and we try to do things on our own strength, things just won't turn out right and anxiety is actually picturing your life without god which i just read the other day which is like so accurate and so true like when we get really anxious about the future clearly that's not from god because if it's something with god it will have peace and sometimes though a little bit sidetracking sorry guys i'll get back to something then but sometimes god will ask us to do stuff and we will get like this anxiousness feeling but not anxiety there's a difference which i was actually talking about with my friend last night shout out to you girlfriend you know who you are but there's a difference between anxiety and anxiousness like being anxious like is a fight or flight response from your parasympathetic nervous system it's part of like to keep us safe you know you kind of get anxious but it's like a healthy anxious you know it's like if you're going to jump out of a plane, you're going to get a little anxious, but that's not anxiety per se. You know what I mean? So that kind of goes with like, sometimes God will ask us to do stuff and we might feel a little nervous anxiousness. Like basically what I'm trying to say, I'll give an example is God may ask us to go talk to somebody and say something to them. And of course we're going to get a little anxious, but not like anxiety. You know, we're going to get a little nervous because it's like God will sometimes put us in places to break us out of our comfort zone to prepare us and grow us and become more obedient to him and yada, yada, yada. So, that's what I'm trying to say about that. So, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where was I? God, what was I saying? Back, back, back. We're talking about me feeling God's presence. God being a good God. Anxiety. But not anxiety in that way. Oh, wow. Okay. So, sorry about this. I'm probably going to start going on another tangent and not even remember what I was saying. But I hope this correlates to the beginning that I was talking about. But... I'm going to just talk about, oh, like our purpose for, okay, God puts purposes and dreams into our lives. And so, okay, yeah, anxiety about the future. Oh, okay, I remember, I remember, thank you, God. So, yes, my friend and I were talking about just speaking out verbally the promises of God and reminding yourself of this because the enemy will try to creep in and fill you with doubt and stuff, but you should really just, like, keep reminding yourself and speaking it out loud the promises God has made for your life. So if God said to you, you're going to be a mother and you're like getting really anxious, you're like, I'm not going to find a husband. I'm not going to have kids. Well, God said you're going to be a mother. So obviously, if God said you're going to be a mother, you are going to have a husband and then you're going to have kids. So like, what's the point of getting anxious and worked up about it? Just keep speaking that over yourself out loud. Instead of being like, when's my husband coming? Blah, blah, blah. Like God said it. So it's going to happen. And God's time is perfect. God's timing is perfect. Like, think about this. Sometimes situations happen. And in the moment we're like, oh my word, why is this happening? Like, I don't understand. And then in a few months you look back and you're like, if that thing wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have been here and meet this person and then become my best friend, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But point is like we can't see 
things when we're in it, you know? Sometimes, by God's grace, he'll reveal it to us, and it will, it will like, all make sense. And we're like, oh, my word, I'm going through this. Should I go through this? And, like, that, I'm going through some of the situations right now. Praise God that he's shown me. Hallelujah. But what I'm trying to say is God does things for a reason. Everything, there's a reason for literally everything. Divine appointments with people. You never know how how or why God has you somewhere. Like, your presence, because you have the Holy Spirit in you, you know, does so much where you are at. Because you have a piece of God, or you have God in you. So, God might have you somewhere, and it feels like nothing's happening. But just your presence being there could be changing the atmosphere. Okay, I'm not even, this is not me speaking right now. I don't even know what I'm saying. But God will have you places to do things that you might not even be able to physically see in this realm. Okay? Spiritually speaking, it could be doing so much more than you even realize. And you being obedient and following the voice of the Lord is the most important thing. Okay, I'm going to move on a little bit because I really don't know what I just said. God, I pray that that was... (laughs) that had to have been you because I don't even know what I'm saying okay so another thing is I feel like God put this in my heart and I want to say this and there's hopefully hopefully God Lord willing the people that God wants to hear this come on and listen to this podcast but sometimes people tend to feel far away from God or they feel like God's not there and I just want to call that out right now. That is a literal lie from the enemy. Okay? God is always with you. He is always with you. Thank you, Jesus. He just reminded me of something. So something that, a lie that I used to believe is that I used to have to get right or get clean before I go to God. Okay? And something I heard the other day, a pastor said this, is like, you don't shower before you get in the shower to get clean. And you're like, wait, what? Like, sometimes we think we need to get right and get clean to go to God. But, like, God is the cleanser. That's actually, like, what we should be going to first. Like, we should be getting dirty. Well, we shouldn't be getting dirty. But we get dirty because that's just life and we are humans and we sin and fall short of the glory of God. Praise God for his grace and mercy. Hallelujah. But we go to God to get cleansed. I used to think, oh, I have to be like this and do that and do this to get to God. No, 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 no. You're supposed to go to God with that. He's the only one that can clean you. He's the only one that can make you a new creation. Therefore, that hiding and shame and guilt is literally from the enemy. Go back to Genesis. They hid and they, they, their eyes opened. They realized they were naked and they put clothes on, even though they were already naked, and hid from God. And God was like, where are you? Not like, where are you? He was like, where are you? Because we hide from God when we feel sin and shame. But that sin and shame isn't even from him in the first place. We should be going to him like the w- same way when you're a child and you mess up and you go to your parents. Like if you have good parents, you go to your parents because you mess up and you're like, what do I do? If you have bad parents and you would hide from them because you were scared of them. I just want to reinstill that God is not that God. God is not your dad. God is not your mom. God is God. And you can go to him about anything. And he is slow to anger. He is slow to anger. He doesn't just get mad at you every time you mess up. Like, what would that be? Some totalitarianism. Total, total, what even is that? Totalitarianism. 
I don't even know what that is. I honestly don't even know what that is. I think it's something to do with government. And I don't think that even applies to what I'm saying. But, yeah, like, and this is another thing that, so yeah, go to God. Like, what, I'll give an example of when I felt this way. So, in the beginning, I knew that I should be baptized. But I was living in this sin. Not by choice, but by someone else making me do something. <laughs> That's as much as I'm going to go into that. But I was living in the sin and I felt so much guilt and shame, so much guilt and shame. And I wanted to get close to God. I wanted to be baptized. But I was like, I can't do that because I'm going to keep doing the sin because this person's making me blah, blah, blah. But God literally one day just was like, you're getting baptized today. Like, that's a whole story in itself. I'm pretty sure I brought that up a few times. But God just showed me how he's like, no, that is a lie and I am going to clean you. And so one day he just randomly had me get baptized. Like my friends randomly were like, you want to get baptized tonight? And I'm like, uh, like typically people with baptisms, like will sign up for it and get people to come and blah, blah, blah. Mine was not like that at all. And it just really showed. And even as I'm speaking about this, it just gives me a revelation of how good God is that he will clean you when you don't feel worthy to be clean the same way with your feet like you know how like in the bible that woman was cleaning jesus's feet or was it the woman i don't remember what this was but was who was it his disciples i don't remember to be honest but i know it's like vaguely in my mind they wanted to clean jesus's feet and then jesus was like cleaning their feet and they're like no 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 and he's like you don't understand i have to do this and it's just like such a mind-boggling thing because it's like wow Jesus literally, I'm like feeling chills. Jesus literally cleans us and makes us pure and white as snow. So go to him. Go to him when you mess up every single time. Don't run from him. He knows we're going to fall. We're like children that mess up. You don't want a child's like two and they do something wrong. He's not going to yell at you because a lot of us are young and we go to him. And even when you're older, that's by the grace of God. Like he knows your heart. He knows where you're at. He sees all. He sees all. He's all knowing, omnipotent everywhere so omnipresent omnipotent what does that mean he's omnipresent omnip okay yes so <laughs> see guys sometimes i use these words they might be right and they might be the holy spirit speaking or it might be my brain who knows praise god um also kind of feel like i'm talking fast but there's a lot going on in my brain right now so yeah oh okay so that anyways feeling like god's not there is a lie he is literally right there and sometimes god feels like that because there is something that we do need to repent of like ask god to search your heart and ask him what you need to repent of something that god has well in the past few months he's been really stripping off pride off of me and i'm not really ashamed to admit that because i used to think pride was like being like puffed up like pride 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 like I'm better than you because I don't think I'm better than people. To be honest, sometimes th that thought will cross your mind every so often, like really, really rarely. But pride is also caring about your per people's perception of you. Does that make sense? So one time, I think I probably said this in a podcast before, but one time, <laughs> God bless my friend Bree. Bree, I'm so sorry that I'm calling you out, but we were on tour and I was like, Brie, I just, like, don't want people to think that I have pride. I don't want people to, like, care what I, or I don't want people to think that I'm doing this or think I'm doing that or blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm trying to say? But she goes, par, 
you caring what people think about you is pride. And I was like, oh, knife to the heart, but like in the best way. It was like the best rebuke because it actually opened my eyes to see, oh my word, wait a minute. Me actually caring what people think about me, like, is pride. Because it makes me, like, look so, like, I idolize myself and my, pers- my um, you know, the way I look to people. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But, like, obviously it's, like, we should strive to be nice to people. But we shouldn't fully put our identity in what people think of us. And, like, because God is the main attraction. Like, me thinking that people are always thinking about me, that's so prideful. That's so prideful. You know? And sometimes God reveals stuff to you. Like, sometimes God will actually be like, yeah, this person is looking at you, but, like, bring bring them back to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> okay, what was I saying, God? Sometimes it's just me talking out loud, but, like, God and I are talking in my brain. And then, yeah. Okay, so, God, what do you want me to say? Sorry, guys. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So, declare things that God said and they will come to pass. So, I... The angels. Okay. Sorry. This is why I wish I could edit this. Well, I guess I could, but man. Okay. So... Okay, yeah, so in the beginning of the Bible, I've started to read Genesis and start in the beginning. I think I said this in the beginning of the podcast. I don't know. I restarted this, so. So I started to read the Bible from the beginning, and it's just really beautiful to see the beginning. I think I said this already, but anyways, so I was reading this story about uh, Abraham and Sarah, and I think was, yeah, it was Abraham that God was going to ruin Sodom, right? I think, oh my word, I should just open my Bible. It's literally sitting in front of me, but he was going to, okay, let me just open it. He was going to ruin the city. This is just what got me started on this whole podcast about God's goodness. Cause I just showed me another side of God, a deeper intimate side of God. Um, how we actually like. God actually partners with us for stuff, which is just so wild because he's God and he can do whatever he wants. But we can go to God with stuff and actually kind of like low-key change his mind. Not like change his mind, but like, how do I explain this? Help me, God. (sighs) This is just something that really, I don't know, it just really struck me when I read this. Because I don't know, I guess I just didn't see God in that way. Like, I I, kind of guess it's just like prayer and like having God do something. Not having him, asking him if it's his will. Um, Wow, did I say um? I don't feel like I said um a while. All right, where am I at in the Bible? Bear with me, friends. Okay. Okay, yes. Abraham pleads for Sodom. Is it Sodom? No, Sodom. Okay. Okay, so... Then the Lord said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin so grievous that I will go down and see 
If what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me, if not, I will know. The men turned away and went to Sodom. Sodom, oh my word. But Abraham remained standing before the Lord. That's, wow. That's, wow. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? This is, oh, this is so good. Okay, sorry, sorry. Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you. Oh, this is crazy, guys. I'm sorry. But Abraham says to God, far be it from you. Far be it from you to do such a thing. Mm, This is crazy. To kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of the earth do it right? Okay. When I read that, I was like, whoa. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I go to God with stuff very, very openly and almost, like, too open sometimes where it's, like, I need to really have reverence to the Lord. But, again, there's so much grace. But I don't know why, but, like, this just struck me because so many people have a such a hard time going to God about stuff and feeling like, I don't know. They look at God as, like, so far away, like, so up there, like, bow down, bow down, which is, like, yes, worship God. He loves it. He loves it. But at the same time, God wants us sorry it just emphasizes the importance of a relationship with us like god wants a relationship with us like okay so let me just keep going so like he says that to god and i was like oh my word he said that to god like that like i don't even know if i typically do that i can only think of like one time where i've been like kind of like god why and like screamed at him but not actually screamed at him and then i felt so bad and cried about it but anyways so he said far be it from you to do such a thing so then The Lord said, this is, he's so good. God is so nice. The Lord said, if I find 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Okay. So like, wow. It's like, wow, Jesus. I mean, you're so nice, like to listen to us and to change things, you know? And then, but then, so God said, yes, I will do that. I would do that. But then Abraham spoke up again. Now that I've been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes. So look, then he realized his place. What if the number of the righteous is five less than 50? Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five people? And God replies, if I find 45 there, he said, I will not destroy it. Okay, so that just shows you like God is so kind and listens. Like he asks and God's like, here, yeah, I'll do that. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. So then he asks something else. He goes, once again, he spoke to him. What if only 40 are found there? And then God says, for the sake of 40, I will not do it. (gasps) And then Abraham says, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? And then God says, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And then Abraham said, (laughs) now, now that I've been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only 20 can be found there? And then God says, for the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. Then Abraham said, may the Lord not be angry and let me speak just once more. What if only 10 can be found there? 10 righteous people in this grievous town, you know? And God goes, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left and Abraham returned home. Is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard in your life? 
that just shows the kindness of God. God starts off by saying, like, Abraham's like, what if there's 50 righteous people there? And God's like, okay, fine. Yeah, if there's 50 righteous people, I will not destroy it. And then he says, like, okay, well, what if there's five less than 50? And there's, like, 45 righteous people, not 50. Will you still ruin it? And, like, God, because he's so powerful, can be like, no, I said 50. Like, it's going to be 50. But he says, well, what if there's 45 righteous people? And God's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to destroy it. And he goes as much down to 10. 10 righteous people. From 50 to 10. Like, guys, God is so good. He is so good. Like, what? What kind of God we serve? That's so nice. Like, that's so nice. Like, that just shows how God wants us to go to him boldly. I mean, maybe not as, well, I don't know, because this is biblical. But yeah, guys, that just showed me another side of God today. And it just showed me the importance of prayer. That prayer does change stuff. It's like, you know, prayer changes stuff. You do know that. But like, that really went from my head to my heart. and shows the importance of praying for people that are wicked. Like, we can change God's mind on our wicked town. Like, my town is wicked. <laughs> but there's also really righteous people. And I, I pray that God doesn't ruin my town because of one mess up. <laughs> Anyways. I just, yeah. So, yeah, guys. That just threw me off. And God is so good. Like, he will, like you know the verse where it's like, I make a table in the presence of your enemies. Wait, let me read that one. Because that one, guys, God has been showing me that... Um, a lot in table. Wait, okay. Yes, Psalm 23. Wait, I think I already read this. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Yeah, like God is our defender. That's, ooh, yes, God is so good. God is so good. He's our defender. We don't have to defend ourselves. We literally don't have to do that. Sometimes people will, like, do stuff to us, and we feel like, oh, like, barking at them. But it's like, no. Pray about it. Like, someone cuts me off. Sometimes I'm like, I want to honk that horn and be like, you fool. But then I'm like, okay, no, maybe they're having a rough day. I pray that God... <laughs> and I'm not... Guys, I am not... I'm sitting here acting like I'm all pure. Guys, just last week, this girl... I'm going... F <laughs> Okay, I sound bitter. I, I promise I'm not. But I'm going like 50 down this road, and the speed limit is 50. Or maybe I'm even going 60. And this it's like a non-passing lane. This woman just comes flying past me. And I'm just like, what? What are you? Like, typically I understand, but girl, I'm flying too. Like, we are both flying. And my flesh just starts pushing down the pedal. But I think God stepped in like hardcore because my foot went to the ground with the pedal and my car is like a nice car where it will like speed up really quick but no i put my foot the whole way to the floor and it didn't even speed up <laughs> i couldn't even guys i couldn't even and i was like gonna follow her and god was like Payton. and i'm like okay fine and i just went the opposite way and prayed for her <laughs> so yeah um god's our defender you know and things that happen in our lives you might not even see it. And, like, sometimes it's like, oh, man, the wicked are still getting away, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. Honestly, I've gotten to a point where, like, I really, there's, like, nobody that actually, like, I'm not mad at anybody. That's the craziest thing. There's so many things that has happened that, like, my old self would be so mad about. Literally mad. Like, in my heart. But God, 
has just like taken away those feelings and I'm not even just saying this and trying to convince myself I can honestly say this with my chest that I just don't have any bitterness towards anybody right now (laughs) guys I stopped for a second and checked my heart I literally stopped I was like okay I'm really 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 making sure no like I literally don't God has shown me to see, see, see people in the way he sees them and just, like, pray for their souls. Like, people might be wicked, but they have souls. And, like, the thing I was trying to say about, like, you might not see the justice here on earth. Like, you are going to be able to not even, you won't even see that. But, like, there will be a day. <laughs> this gives me fear of the Lord right now. Oh, my word. There will be a day <laughs> where we stand in front of God and he, he's a judge when that day comes. It's not just Jesus who's all sweet and kind and sappy. It's going to be God, the judge, judging everything you've ever done on this planet. Forgiveness you have, bitterness you have towards people, I mean, unforgiveness, bitterness, things you've done against people, the ways you've sinned against God, the, what, like things like that. And God's going to bring that up. He's going to be like, what's that about? And you're going to be like, oh, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, okay, so seriously, like, the people that you, that have done you wrong, there will be punishment if they don't ask God into their heart and forgiveness and blah, blah, blah. Okay, not blah, blah, blah. But God is our, he is just. God is just. Like, he is a God of justice and righteousness. Like, why would he just let, oh, that person did that to you? Like, whatever. Like, no. Are you kidding me? God's heart breaks for that. You know how many times people will be crying and I, okay, I keep bringing myself to this, God, I'm sorry, but sometimes I say things about myself because I don't feel comfortable telling about other people because I don't know what they're comfortable about, and it's just kind of easy because it's stuff I've personally went through so I can actually speak on it, but all glory to God, um, but yeah, like, oh, I forget what I was talking about now. All right, well, this podcast is at 30 minutes my jaw just popped okay um oh yeah and also i saw this thing i I don't know why i want to say this real quick but i saw this thing about this girl that died and went to heaven because i watch a lot of near-death experiences and or not even near-death experiences actual death experiences where they've gone to heaven and this woman like went to the courtroom basically like the judge in front of god and Jesus, like, comes up to her and is, like, so, so nice and, like, loving. And is and, and basically was kind of, like, how she explained it was, like, he was, like, the attorney in the situation. So, like, she goes up and Jesus is, like, are you willing to forgive these people? And then it, like, flashed in her mind, these two people. And she's, like, yes, yes, I want to forgive them and give them a clean slate. And he, like, taught about the importance of forgiveness Forgiveness is so important. Like, forgive your enemies. Forgive them. Not for you, but for your right standing with God. Like, seriously. You can forgive someone without forgetting what they've done. You know what I mean? Um, so, forgiveness is super important. So, if there's someone in your heart that you're thinking of right now that you need to forgive, just let it go. Just let it go and give them a clean slate. God says to, um, we're supposed to forgive people seven times 77 i think 490 times a day or something crazy which is like in 24 hours 490 times that's crazy amount of time it just shows the forgiveness of god and why we can just be confident that god's not mad at us all the time anyways that might have not been the right math uh so yeah this girl dies and 
God, Jesus is like, are you willing to forgive these people? And she's like, yes. And so then she goes in and talks to God. And then um, Jesus is, like, talking to God for her, you know. And then Jesus comes back and is like, do you want to go back? And she's like, e-. I think she said, yeah. I don't know how that worked. Then she went back. And now she teaches about, like, the importance of forgiveness. So that just shows, like, God's just and stuff and forgiveness. And I don't know. I feel like I was talking really fast. Okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. I really don't remember what I said. But God is good all the time, forever and ever. Amen. I love God. I love him so much. I hope you love him, too. I hope you love him, too, because he loves you. He made you. He, you are literally a thought in God's mind. How crazy is that? God thought up every single part of you from the inside to the out. All right. Well, love ya. Mwah. Over and out.